Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader. Hey everyone and welcome to this episode of Happy Hour. I am so excited to be recording for you guys this week, especially because of this week's topic. So, so many of you so thoughtfully wrote in yesterday. I posted on my Instagram a story on my main account just asking about content that you guys really want to see on my YouTube and content that you really want to hear about in my podcast episode. So, that was so helpful and I thank you all first and foremost for participating because hearing what you guys want to hear about and see is obviously very helpful and I just want to be putting out content that you want to listen to on here. So basically what I came up with only a little bit of scrolling through all the things you guys wrote in I was like I've never dedicated an episode to this and it's because I always felt like I didn't have enough to say but then I really thought about it and when you really dig deep into why you're happy and where your happiness comes from and your positivity and your optimism and stuff like that. It's like, wait, there's a lot I can say about that. So this episode is all going to be about why I'm so happy and why I'm so positive all the time. And I guess just a little bit of background in this. Um, this reminds me a lot. Actually, the other day I talked with Arlen over the phone for a podcast episode of his own. <laughs> Did that make any sense? <laughs> we recorded a podcast episode for his podcast that he's starting. And um, Basically, we just talked about how I'm so positive and it's so, it's so weird thinking about it like that because I, I'm sorry, my head is all over the place like it always is. I digress. But what I was really trying to say is I've been on YouTube eight years now, which is so crazy to me. Like eight years is such a long time. And for probably the first couple years, the number one feedback comment on anything I put out was, wow, you're so happy all the time. You're so positive. How are you so positive? How are you so happy? Like, how did you get like this? Da, da, da. And I would always see that and be like, what? What are they talking about? Like, I'm just doing me. Like, everybody else isn't like this, like me. And I'm still, I still kind of feel that way. I'm like, I feel like I'm just normal like everyone else. But when literally my number one feedback to this day still is always like, you're so happy, you're so positive. Or what makes me feel even better is what I get on my YouTube videos all the time, people saying how they had a rough day or they're going through a rough patch or whatever it may be and that watching my videos and watching me and how I act makes them feel a lot happier and more positive. Like that is just literally the epitome of my fulfillment in doing my social media. I'm using big words, but that is just what makes me feel so full inside and warm and fuzzy because it's like the end of the day I could only hope that what I'm putting out will help you will give you advice will make you feel better will entertain you well you know will kind of distract you from what's going on say right now in the world if it's making you really sad or scared or anxious and I mean I know I can say the same for my 
favorite favorite youtubers you guys know literally my favorite people of all time aspen and parker i just love their vlogs so much and now i've really been into remy's vlogs recently because she was moving and i just like love watching people living their lives is that so weird like vlogs are funny like you're literally just watching someone else someone else living their life but i love it because whatever they're doing is putting me in a good mood and making me feel good and kind of like relaxed like I feel like I can watch her videos and be like ah, and like have a good laugh and I don't know so I can only hope that that's how my stuff is for you guys and when you listen to my podcast and whatever um that reminds me I feel like I haven't been listening to podcasts enough on my own recently I need to get back on my gals in the go grind podcasts make me feel so good and I love them so that just reminded me that I need to get back into listening podcasts since obviously I'm making them, but I feel like I'm going around in circles right now. Basically, why I'm making this is because forever people have said, talk about why you're so happy, why you're so positive, and I was always like, All right, like I said before, I don't know if I have a whole lot to say about it. I'm just me, you know, um, and I feel like as a YouTube video, it doesn't really make sense, but I thought about it, and I was like, as a podcast, it's a great idea. We can just chat about it. You can just listen or if you don't want to listen, you don't have to, you know, but a YouTube video, like, sit, sitting down, me looking at you in the camera, being like, and this is how you be happy, like, I don't know, that just didn't really seem right, and anyway, I guess also, my mind immediately goes to, like, playing the devil's advocate, so I guess, disclaimer, I didn't even think about making this, but I was just thinking about it, I feel like a lot of times, I just catch myself if I'm talking about happiness or something like that on YouTube, I never want to offend anyone, and I hate the idea of someone saying, like, oh, just do this and you'll be happy, or, like, just try to be happy and then you'll be happy, or things like that, because I feel like it really just sort of discredits, or I don't know the right word, sort of doesn't acknowledge the people struggling with mental illness and depression and things like that, and I just want to let you all know, everything I'm going to talk about is just me and my personal experience, and I feel so fortunate and so lucky that I've never dealt with any sort of depression or, you know, really thoughts like that, and that's why you guys have heard me, like, randomly in podcasts before, um, I guess I get really emotional and, like, vulnerable talking about that sort of thing. Wow, I'm gonna, like, cry. I don't know why, like, wow, I wasn't expecting this, but literally in a podcast recently, I was like, why did I get so deep in the beginning? I think the podcast episode was not about that at all, and it just sort of, like, came out in my thoughts, and all I have to say about that and what I've said before is I literally cannot imagine waking up and feeling like I couldn't get out of bed or, you know, really sad thoughts about yourself. And that's why it makes me so emotional and so sad because it's like, I, I can't even imagine what that would be like. And if any of you listening are going through that, know that I think of you in like the highest regard. You are so brave for working through that and like, I don't know. I think I just feel this way because I know personally like family members and stuff that deal with that and I try my hardest to like be there for them um but it's just really hard when you can't understand what someone is going through and I can try my hardest and I can just be there and listen um but that's when I feel like my kind of helping like overwhelming happy personality gets kind of in the way sometimes because it's like oh well you're struggling with these issues and I immediately my mind and how my brain works just goes to like oh can you do this what if this helps and it's like sometimes people don't want you to fix their problems they just want you to listen and just be there I didn't even think about me going on this tangent right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is out of nowhere. But I just 
want you to listen to this and know that it's just coming from my personal experience and not listen to this angrily being like, well, Gretchen doesn't know what I'm going through and Gretchen doesn't know what it's like to, you know, have this going on in their life. And I don't, and you're right. And I just, yeah, I just, that just came to my mind. So I felt like I should talk about that really quick. Um, but yeah, (laughs) basically let's just talk about, (laughs) let's just talk about what I'm happy about right now. Let's just do my little format, how I always do. And you guys know, I start off every podcast saying what I'm happy about right now. And then like a little happy quote or happy saying or whatever. And you know, it's about time I make a podcast all about how to be happy and positive or just not really how to, more of just like why I think I am as a person and maybe that can help you, but I don't want to start, you know, throwing out advice like do this and you'll be happy. Like, I don't know. I'm not, you know, I'm not a doctor. Like, I don't know, but I think it's only fitting since I talk about what I'm happy about every episode and like a happy quote that we talk about a whole episode being happy and positive. So let's talk about what I'm happy about right now. And I was thinking about it for this week's episode and what I'm truly so happy about. And I guess in the same vein, like happy and grateful are kind of like interchangeable here. What I'm feeling so grateful for is all our healthcare workers. But more than that, because I feel like everyone puts the emphasis on all the doctors right now and it's like, oh my gosh, they deserve it um, because they are on the front line, like working as hard as they can to kind of control this coronavirus situation and keep everyone as healthy as possible. Um, So I so appreciate that. But I think also we don't give enough credit to people that are still working in essential businesses that aren't healthcare workers, like people that work in the grocery store um, or even pharmacies or just other essential businesses, etc. Like those people that are still working, they still have to go to work. And I remember I saw maybe on Instagram or something, someone posted, I think a tweet or it was some sort of, um, I think it was a dad. Why am I mixing this all up now? I just came to my mind. Basically, he was saying that I know you're really stressed when you're going to the grocery store and if there's shortages. I actually feel like they're getting a lot better now. For the first time, the other day we found toilet paper in the store and we saw it on the shelf and we were like, oh my God, like that doesn't seem right. Like, why is that here? (laughs) We haven't seen it in like months, you know? But anyway, I saw this dad put out this thing and he was like, I know you're stressed when you're in the grocery store. Maybe you're like yelling at the workers or whatever, but also realize like, that 16 year old worker at the grocery store is trying her best and she's my daughter and she's scared too and it's like it's not their fault if (laughs) if there isn't toilet paper you know so it's just like be nice like be aware of how you're affecting other people so yeah I'm just really feeling really blessed that we have all the brave workers that we have that are still working normally in their positions because I know pretty much everyone else has worked to moving from home and I know tragically so many people have been laid off in that is really getting me down too, but good thing this episode is all about why I'm so happy and positive, so I can tell you how I try to maintain that, um, but yeah, that's pretty much what I'm happy about right now, and this is sort of, I wonder if I've said this in a podcast before, I'm gonna start, like, repeating happy quotes or sayings, I'm gonna forget that I said it before, I feel like I have now that I'm seeing it, but maybe I haven't, and what I just thought of for this episode in this time, and I don't know if anyone wants to hear it, I don't know if it's, like, inappropriate to say it right now with everything that's going on, but what I just thought of is something my dad would always tell me, and he would always say, Gretchen, everything has a way of working itself out. He would always be like, relax, calm down, because you guys know me, like, 
super hyper and like go 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 and da 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 and I'm trying to do it right now right now and like not wait and you know that's just how I am so he would be like relax you don't have to you know figure this all out in a day everything is a way of working itself out and he was always right and things always did have a way of working themselves out so I think that can just kind of be nice to hear right now maybe um with anything that you're going through or worrying about it's like everything will work out promise there's always a way if there's a will there's a way people I'm getting cheesy over here but I don't know I think that can kind of be nice like I said to hear right now and um I actually (laughs) he's on so older now I was watching the news the other day and our governor in New York it's so weird because I feel like he's my governor but I guess I like live in Massachusetts now anyway whatever Andrew Cuomo he was like you know basically saying uh, not to put words in his mouth but he was like one day we will rejoice in the streets and yeah he didn't say this this is me saying this we will like leave our house and rejoice and live normal life again and it's sort of like we need to learn from all of this how we can be better prepared in the future and see all the things that we kind of did wrong and yeah just all the things that went wrong and so I I like that just thinking about how there is a light at the end of the tunnel and everything will itself out but also before I really get into why I'm so happy and positive all the time I kind of wanted to do like a little catch-up or just like currently what's going on and pretty much all it is that I wanted to talk about were shows going on right now because maybe you guys can relate I feel like everyone is just binge watching shows or documentaries or whatever that are like current right now because you know that's one of the only things that all of us can do so I thought it could just be fun to talk about and you could be like oh my gosh like I watched that show that Gretchen watched too you know okay first of all some of these I talked about before but if you didn't listen to like past episodes so the first show I want to talk to you about or I think it's it's definitely a documentary and I don't know if to call it like a show or a movie because I think they're each each episode is like an hour long so I guess a show but I think it's broken up into six seven eight I don't even know how many anyway because it's like the first one we watched during all of this quarantine time and me Max watched McMillions and I know we talked about that in the episode that I recorded with him it's so weird I feel like for a lot of people, this time is going by so slow, but for me, I feel like it's just flying by, maybe because it's not that different from my normal life since I've always, you know, worked from home, but I don't know. Each week, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's Thursday. I have to do a new podcast episode tomorrow. Like, I just feel like the weeks are going by so quick. Like, recording that episode with Max feels like yesterday, and that was like a couple episodes ago. Anyway, um, but we talked about McMillions and how it's so crazy, and it's so good, and it's all about the McDonald's monopoly I guess like scandal that happened and how it was like all rigged and all these people that won were like connected in a way and family it's so crazy I don't want to like give away I won't be doing spoilers right now but you guys should watch McMillions that was like whoa anyway after that I don't know if this isn't any sort of this isn't in order but we watched Tiger King and I just, my jaw is dropped right now talking about it. The whole time I watched Tiger King, my jaw was dropped. I was like, what? Like, everything that happened, I was like, huh? I was like, people, like, this exists. I didn't know, I guess I was just naive. I didn't know that you could, like, privately own tigers like that and keep them as personal pets or in your zoo or whatever. It was just crazy to me and just, like... I don't know, the polygamy (laughs) goes on in there, and then there's murder, and then jail, and it's just like, right as you think that you know everything that's going on, you find out something else, and you're just like, 
what huh that doesn't even make sense it's just like so crazy to be introduced into that world and yeah I know that one especially everyone freaks out about and I guess this is a little bit of a spoiler but if you guys have been on TikTok you already know you know how someone I don't know who did it made that song and it's like a TikTok song now and it's like Carol Baskin killed her husband whacked him (laughs) I can't even say it right. I'm too old for this TikTok. But um yeah, I really agree. Carol Baskin definitely killed her husband. Who agrees with me? But anyway, moving on from Tiger King. Oh yeah. Well yeah, actually we did watch that before Harry Potter, but this really isn't in order. Harry Potter, I know you guys are like rushing your way late on the bandwagon here. Like we already watched that when we were two years old. I get it. I know I'm way behind and I just never really watched all of them. I might have seen like scenes here and there from like the first or the second one when I was little. Um, but it's one of Max's favorite movies or I guess series ever, like all the Harry Potter movies. He literally knows every line and it's really funny because now I feel like I just get him a lot more and all the sayings he would say to me and like little things and now I'm like, wait, that's where that comes from and I get it because I watch the movies now, but we watched all eight. It was like, oh, a lot, but now I almost think that I would enjoy watching them more again since I know what's gonna happen if that makes sense like I know what to look for and what isn't isn't important I don't know anyway I enjoyed them a lot more than I thought I really did like them and I wasn't expecting that is that bad to say um but it's really cool and there's kind of like aspects of everything like love and Christmas and obviously like wizardry you know what my favorite parts of all those movies were were the Quidditch matches I thought those were so fun I'd be like when is there gonna be a Quidditch match I just like I don't know it was like sports like I thought that was fun to watch um but I really liked it I really liked the last one I really liked how it ended and I was getting worried that I wasn't because I think Deathly Hollows part one I was like this one's slow moving like what's going on but then obviously the last one was like epic all right and then love is blind oh yeah this is what I watched I watched this before quarantine like I watched this back in maybe February yeah I think I started watching this in February and I never finished I feel bad I feel like I really liked it but I didn't really get into it but I think I did get into it. I just never finished. I've just been, like, lazy. I'm, I'm like, a couple episodes in or whatever. But I thought the idea of it was, like, so crazy. Like, I don't know. It's so crazy how people never see each other and get engaged. And they get close, like, so quickly. But it seems like a really good idea. Like, it's not based on anything, like, superficial, you know? Like, just how you look because you can't see each other. So, I don't know. I think that one's really cool. If you guys haven't seen it, you should. Like, it was just cool to watch. But I definitely need to, like, finish it. And then last but not least, what I want to talk about with Little Fires Everywhere. Oh my gosh, this is probably my favorite show right now. And we're still watching because it's on Hulu and they post a new episode of this every Wednesday. Yes, because today's Thursday. I'm recording. It's going up tomorrow. And then me and Max watched the newest one last night. And it's so crazy. It's also like right as you think you have everything figured out. Well, actually, you know that you don't have anything figured out. You know all these people have like skeletons in their closet. Like you know stuff has happened. But you start to like figure it out. And they show it and everything like unravels. And it's just like so crazy. And there's so much like tension and drama. And Carrie Washington is amazing. I literally love Carrie Washington. Love Reese Witherspoon. Oh my gosh. Obsessed with them. So that show is like a definite favorite now. So, so good. And what I wanted to say is you guys should pause 
this episode right now and comment on my most recent video because I know there's no comments on here and that's probably where I'll see it the most on my most recent videos I always like read all the comments so you should comment on my most recent video right now a show or a movie um recommendation that you think I really need to watch that I haven't watched or yeah all your favorite shows and movies that you're like binge watching right now comment on my most recent video so I can see all right now finally the time we've been waiting for so I am going to talk to you about why I've been so happy and positive all the time and why I think that is so plainly and simply uh it's just how I've always been and I kind of said that earlier just in my childhood I think back and again I'm very blessed and very lucky that I had such a you know, healthy, like, family dynamic in such a happy, fun childhood, like, literally the best childhood, and I can attribute most of that to my amazing parents and very happy parents um, and just a very happy family and loving my twin sister and we got along when we were really little and everything. I feel like we started to fight more in, like, maybe middle school and, like, beginning of high school, but then by the end of high school, we were, like, so tight again, and you know how it is with siblings, but sorry, my mic was being weird. I stopped for a sec, but yes, very happy childhood. Even, I mean, obviously things weren't always like sunshine and rainbows, even when things weren't amazing. I just always had a very like optimistic, positive attitude. And I'm sure you know how you are like the compilation of the people that you spend your time with and the people around you. And I think, honestly, I just keep thinking about my dad. Like he was such a happy, vibrant person. Like I was such a daddy's girl that I see so much of him in me. Is that weird to say? Now I'm interrupting super quick to tell you about Care-of. With Care-of, you can get vitamins and supplements for your health goals and diet made from the best ingredients shipped to you each month. I love that Care-of makes taking my vitamins and supporting my health goals attainable. I've been taking them for years now and found out which vitamins I should be taking from Care-of's online quiz. Super short, if you guys haven't taken it in the past, you just answer some questions about your diet, health goals, and lifestyle, and Care-of will recommend a list of vitamins and supplements specifically for your health health needs and goals. I also love that the individual eco-friendly packs are made of compostable films and there's tons of info on how to compost them on Care-of's website. Like I said, I've been taking them for years now and I like that whenever I feel like my lifestyle is changing or I want to just be changing up the vitamins I'm taking, I just retake their quiz so it can recommend new vitamins that are appropriate for me. And I really felt so lost thinking back to being in the vitamin aisle in the past since it can be so confusing on what vitamins you should be taking and where to start. So I really thank Care-of for helping me find exactly the vitamins I should be taking and if you haven't tried out Care-of in the past for 50% off your first Care-of order you can go to takecareof.com and enter code HH50. Again for 50% off your first Care-of order go to takecareof and enter code HH50. That's takecareof.com by the way. I didn't say the .com before but yeah the HH50 will get you 50% off. I would so recommend you guys. It's just lowercase HH and then 50 and yeah now let's get back into the episode. But yeah, honestly, this one memory I can think of just makes sense. We'll explain everything to you. So I remember specifically at one point in my childhood, um, it was at my old house. So before we moved, so probably like elementary school. And I remember my mom pointing out to me and I thought it was like so cute. This memory is like ingrained in my head. It's so funny how the littlest things stick with you and then other big things. You like forget your whole Disneyland trip or whatever. <laughs> so... I remember one day, um, my dad would always get ready in our bathroom, and I just remember how he would do it, like, when he would comb his hair a certain way, but he had to, like, 
bend kind of forward and lean his neck forward in the mirror and like move his head around because he was six foot nine and so he had to bend down to like look in the mirror and so I literally am doing it and you can't see right now but how he would do it is so ingrained in my head like how he would comb his hair every morning after a shower and I remember my mom pointing out she that she just loved when my dad got ready in the morning because he would always sing when he combed his hair and he would shave and, you know, get all ready. Um, or even hum, would, like, hum along to a song. And, yeah, I don't know. It's so, it's, like, weird. It's such a specific memory to me. <clears throat> but I think it shows just how happy of a guy he was. And he was, that's just, like, how he went through life. Singing through life. Um, just really optimistic and positive and I just like love that memory of him getting ready in the morning. Wow, I'm gonna get emotional and cry, but that's a really special one to me. Okay, another one that I thought could be fun to talk about. Have I talked about this before on YouTube or podcast? I don't know. Um, but I think I was just so optimistic and sort of like make the best with what you have because of just seeing that in my parents so much. And so another memory very specific in my old house um because our hallway was kind of the only like enclosed part with like no windows upstairs we would like sit in the hallway if there was thunderstorms and stuff and so this is what happened I was so afraid of thunderstorms and like tornadoes and I don't know I don't think there's really tornadoes in Albany New York where I grew up but I was like deathly afraid of them and there would be like one bolt of lightning or thunder and I would be like crawling into the cellar you know I was always so scared so we had this huge thunderstorm and me, my mom, and Lucy, yeah, we were, like, pretty young. We were probably, like, I don't know, 10 or something. We were in the hallway sitting there, and I was, like, crying and scared and whatever. My mom was trying to, like, keep everything good. We were probably playing, like, board games or whatever. And we were, I was like, Dad, where's Dad? Like, what is he doing? Why is he in the kitchen? There's windows in there. Like, get out of there. It's not safe, <laughs> you know? And then I remember he came and met us in the hallway, and he made shrimp cocktail. And that is also one of my most favorite memories. And my mom was like, what? We were like, what are you doing? And he was like, you got to make lemonade with lemons you know and so he was like we're stuck inside in the hallway anyway let's just like celebrate and have some cocktail for no reason and yeah again I love that memory and I feel like that really just can kind of show you the childhood I had and again I feel very lucky to have had that and I feel like that is a part of the reason why I'm so happy okay guys if I'm being honest I just had to stop for a sec and I digress I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm all over the place, but if you guys listen a lot, then you just know that this is how I am and my brain works. And I'm freaking out right now. Do you even care? Probably not. But um, this cord that connects my microphone to this little dongle adapter thing that attaches to my computer, which is how we're recording right now, this cord gives me so many issues. And my one in the past was all bent, and I thought that was the issue and that it broke. And so then I got the new cord and then it still didn't work. And then it turned out my whole mic, I think, just broke. So then I bought a new mic and I'm like, I am just going to be careful with this cord. I know they bend so easily. Like the actual attachment part that plugs into the microphone bends so easily and breaks. And this one, I I just realized it's so bent again and I'm freaking out and I really hope you can still hear me okay and this is all good. I'm pretty sure you can since I like tested it again um but yeah sorry technical difficulties lol if you guys remember the episode that I 
recorded with Emma, we actually had to do on my iPhone because this whole weekend of like microphone issues was happening when we were supposed to be recording. And so I ended up just freaking out. Once we got all the new cords, we were like, we're set, we're good. Then it still didn't work. And I was like, dang it, we need to record. Like we were so excited to record. So we did it on my phone and I honestly feel like you couldn't even really tell. Like it wasn't bad on my phone at all. So whatever, that's always a backup, right? Anyway, what I just finished telling you guys about is just how happy of a childhood that I had and I really did and I would say that is a big big reason for I mean everyone's childhood and how they grow up and how they're raised is a big reason of why they are the way they are and how they are and you know I'm sure a part of it is like in your DNA and how you were born um but I think a lot of it is like how you were nurtured and just cared for growing up and just seeing the people around you how you grow up and you kind of emulate that and are sort of like them so yeah again I've always had very happy parents so I think that's a lot of the reason why I'm like that um but I think this I was going to talk about later but I think it applies right now but I think there's still differences in people's happiness and positivity if they are a very happy and positive person. For example, I feel like my parents are both very, um, well, (laughs) I was gonna say happy people, but more, like, realistic and logical, and I actually don't know if I would classify my dad being like that. I think he was actually a lot more like me. Like I, like I said, I see so much of myself in him, and I actually think he's a lot more like me, like, woo, like, loose cannon, go with the flow, like, crazy dreamer mindset like shoot for the stars and I mean that's kind of um extreme I don't know if I would say I'm like exactly like that we're both crazy you know like woo but like we still have a plan and we're logical and practical and all but I think we're definitely we're both very optimistic and like dreamer mindset and I was talking about this episode with Max yesterday and I was like it's interesting because I would say like at first I was like Max I think you're more of like a logical practical mindset type of person and then I was like wait no you're not (laughs) wait and then I was like thinking about it in instances and like how he thinks about hockey and stuff and he's so like dreamer shoot for the stars like me and I think that's really helpful and you know like the criticism to that is like well you have to be logical and practical and you can you know miss things that are going on around you because you're just so focused on like the future and like and you're not being really practical about things um but I think like just knowing in myself how optimistic and kind of I keep saying dreamer mindset but that's just how I call it how I think of it in my head I think all of that has allowed me to I don't know have really great opportunities and I kind of am like seeking out opportunities everywhere I look in life and I'm just always looking at the bright side I guess and I don't know that's just always how I've been what I wanted to talk about was finding the silver lining in situations and I know that can be hard especially times like right now or you guys know something I always say is everything happens for a reason but then it's like Gretchen what explained this and this and x y and z to me like what was the reason for that and to get really deep and personal and if you guys have listened to my podcast before you would know um I was faced with this head-on last March when I lost my dad suddenly, and it's like all, everything that I've always believed, everything happens for a reason, you know, things always have a way of working themselves out, and I was like, okay, well, there was no reason for this at all. Why? Like, uh uh-uh. Nope. Sorry. (laughs) Like, no reason, and it's like, you can't find a reason, and sometimes things don't happen for a reason, but it's, like, life happens, and how you 
kind of, I don't know, live on and carry on. Like, like I said in my episode with my dad, it's like one day I feel like I just had to realize like you got to keep on keeping on. You don't really have a choice. And it's like life can literally throw lemons at you, like chuck them at your face. But it's like how you react and keep moving. Like that's what matters and what uh, like shows who you are as a person in your character. We're getting deep. Um, <laughs> and I am forever changed from losing my dad and one of my best friends at such a young age. Um, but for me, th- there's no silver lining in losing a parent. But for me, one that I try to find is that I can help people with my platform, which I am so grateful for, if I'm sure you guys can realize. But like I said earlier on, I just love helping people and relating to you guys. And I know <laughs> firsthand how it feels in some of these life situations. And I never thought I would have to learn what it felt like to lose a parent at such a young age, but I did. And let me tell you, if you haven't, it's very isolating. It's very lonely feeling. You feel like you're the only person in the world that has ever lost a parent. That's what it feels like. And you, even though you know everybody loses their parents and it's like the worst thing when you realize that and you think about it, like don't think about it because no one should think about it. You don't want to think about it. But when you realize that everybody loses their parents one time or another, probably, um, you're like, huh, I guess I'm not alone in this, but it's like, why do I feel so alone and empty and awful? And so it's like, I, I don't know, in a way was just like, I had this happen to me and I can help so many people by talking about it. And it's the hardest thing for me to talk about. And you guys know I'm a very open, honest person. I've always been like, be so open and honest with yourself. And then this happens. And I was like, <gasps> and felt like I just like took a deep breath and held it all in and like built up all these walls and covered myself in armor and was like, don't talk to me. Don't bring up my dad. I don't want to talk about it. And I couldn't even, I couldn't even be honest with myself about it. Wow. Now we're just talking about my dad a lot. There's a whole other episode about that when he was a parent. Go listen to that if you're interested. Um, But yeah, I just couldn't even be honest with myself. But then when I finally was and just, you know, going through the feelings and feeling it and the thing that helps me feel the best, what I'm getting at, the silver lining in my case is just thinking about how many of you I can help by just sharing my similar difficult experiences. And I know another thing, a little less deep than, you know, someone passing away, is um, when I made my episode about body image and, you know, having a relationship with food and everything like that. And that is just like so tough and so, I know, near and dear to every woman's heart, at least I believe. And I know men too, like it's not just girls, but just in my case, growing up as a teenage girl and being in college and stuff, I see it everywhere around me every day and you can't not. And so why I'm like going all over the place right now. I digress. But in these tough situations, what I'm trying to say is my silver lining and all the tough things I've been going through is even though they're the hardest things to talk about and the things that I don't want to talk about, I find so much fulfillment in knowing that I can help girls similar to me. Um, boys and girls are like similar to me in age or whatever it is or in, in whatever experience you're going in knowing that I can help them through that like means the world to me because um, I would say like I wish I had someone to help me through 
these hard times, but I did. I had my friends, my family, my support system, and so, yeah. I'm trying to, I was trying to think if I saw anyone on, like, social media or YouTube or whatever, um, about losing a parent or struggling with, like, body image issues or dysmorphia or eating disorders or, you know, anything like that, and at first I'm like, oh, I don't know, but I definitely have, and it definitely made me feel better, and so, yeah, I guess that's just what pushed me to talk about the difficult things, and, what this is really about though is how I'm staying positive and happy and it's like through all these difficult things that we go through um just how you can carry yourself and pick yourself back up and find the silver linings even though sometimes there aren't any that yeah just shows who you are and you can be like I can be really sad and I'm allowed to be sad for a while, but it's okay to be happy too and feel happy again. Um, yeah, I guess that's what I wanted to say about silver lining. Sorry, that's deep hitting, deep and heavy hitting and yeah. Um, but also I think just seeing the best in situations, like I said, seeing the bright side and the best in people, I think is something that I do too that makes me feel just happy and positive all the time and you know what this reminds me of and I didn't even write this down in my notes to talk about but I'm thinking about it and I think it's it's something that I learned at one point or another I think at the beginning of college and it really changed the way I looked at everything and what I'm really going to get to by the end of this is your mindset like your mindset and how you think about everything is really just the key to having your happiness and positivity like that's what matters the most but um, what I was thinking of is in the beca- in the beginning of college, what I learned is all of these times that you're angry or frustrated or upset or mad or sad, all of these things that you wouldn't like to be, not your ideal, you know, headspace to be in, what you need to push yourself to do is why you are thankful for that situation and you at first you hear that and you're like, what? I'm not thankful that I got laid off or I'm not thankful that I'm in this like horrible relationship with this person or I'm not thankful of a loved one passing and so it, you it's kind of like jarring to her at first and I'm like what I'm not grateful for any of this like for example I won't say specifically but I was just dealing I guess with really difficult relationships with people and they were kind of in an authority position of me but like I knew it wasn't right um And it was something that was so tough because it's like you can't disrespect someone that's maybe like an authority figure to you, but you also know what you deserve. And so for me, coming out of that situation, like in the beginning of college, I looked back and I was like, whoa, I'm honestly so grateful that I know how I need and deserve to be treated and what is right and what isn't what isn't right and what's wrong because I never would have known how I deserve to be speak to or treated or, you know, anything like that if I didn't go through this really tough time. And it's like, life is full of, (laughs) listen to me, philosopher over here, life is full of so many ups and downs, but the ups wouldn't feel as amazing and happy and wonderful if you didn't have, you know, some of the hard things um, that you go through. So, I don't know. I think, it all kind of has a way of working itself out, like I said earlier, and evening out if you can think of it that way and be grateful for these really hard things that you went through. Um, again, like other really difficult things like losing a parent or issues with my body image and eating and stuff. The reason, like I'm trying to think right now, why, what am I grateful for that about? I'm grateful because I've learned from those experiences so much and I know 
how much I love being strong and in shape now and like fueling my body and I can like appreciate my healthy strong body that much more than my you know like malnourished little stick thin really sad self and I can be the dad one was the difficult one what am I grateful for and what I really found myself the most grateful for, yes, I'm happy I can help you guys, but what I'm most grateful for is that I had the best dad for the first 22 years of my life. And it's like, I just make myself think, like, someone's always got it worse than you do. And some people never get to meet their dad. Some people lose their dad even younger. Some people, again, never got to meet their dad and don't have a dad. And some people have a dad, but they have a really bad relationship with them. So it's like, be grateful for what you do have because even though you can compare yourself to every all sorts of other people and I've said in my podcast before comparison is the worst thing you can do and just kills all your joy and makes you feel terrible so no more comparison but when you compare yourself to other people it's like you don't see what they're going through and the other hard things or their bad relationships with their family or whatever so it's like you can't compare yourself because everybody is different I'm saying like really basic things over here that you already know um wow, I'm just like going off right now. But yeah, if you can find that was something that really made me keep my positivity and my light going through difficult situations in college where I feel like hard things I was going through are really just like bringing me down and weighing down and me heavy. Knowing deep down to my core, I'm thankful because this taught me this. I'm thankful because this showed me this, whatever it is that really helped me move past difficult situations and regain my happiness people (laughs) and I was kind of touching this on before but I wanted to talk about gratitude and I talked about this with Max yesterday when I was talking about this episode and it can be so easy to I don't know get caught up in the minutia of like everyday wow I'm using big words like little things in everyday life and again comparing yourself to I don't know wherever your neighbors or your friends are right now in life and just all these little things that don't matter that much I feel like um I don't know how to describe it I think from losing my dad at such a young age I think of things in such like a long time frame time and you know if you lose someone close to you I think it makes you really scared to lose anyone else and you're so afraid of all the people closest to you and someone coughs and you're like you need to go to the doctor (laughs) you know it's like you just like grab onto everyone and like won't let go so it can be a difficult thing I think in videos I posted after some people were like Gretchen just because you lost your dad at a young age doesn't mean that you're gonna lose other people I don't know I don't know really where I'm going with this but I remember some people being like um that I you just like look at things really differently and you need to kind of find your new sense of normal where was I going with this anyway (laughs) I'm like you guys know what I'm getting at right do you know what I'm trying to say but gratitude we're talking about gratitude and again that everybody someone's always got it worse than you and there's always things that you can be grateful for even if um what's that song used to don't wait used to have a lot but I got more now oh wait so he used to have a lot just kidding that's post (laughs) I was trying to say how used to didn't have a lot but now he does anyway what I'm trying to say is that even if you can't think of a lot of things to be grateful for, there are always things that you can be grateful for. And Max was like, when I think about being happy and just having a positive mindset, I just think about what a great life we get to live. And it's like, just be so grateful that you're living right now because, you know, other people that lived in the past aren't living right now. And it's like, now is your time to have your life. And 
just realizing I guess your privilege and it's like everyone's privileged in whatever way or another and just realizing like I have said I said in my last podcast how privileged you are right now to be quarantined in your house and you have a house and you know there are homeless people that don't have the privilege of being quarantined in their warm house with their fridge full of food that's going to last them through so it's like just putting it in a different perspective um kind of helps a lot and something else I don't know why I always think of this in specific this is like extreme (laughs) but what I would always think about you guys know I love working out and just living a healthy active lifestyle and I think whenever I would lose motivation or something like that I just remember specifically like sitting in yoga classes and just being like I am here and my intention for today is just being here for all the people that can't and it's like think about all the people that um because of physical limitations or disabilities they can't go through a yoga class and um they're like living in pain and they you know don't have a healthy body that can bring them through workouts or maybe they can't walk at all and they're in a wheelchair and it's like not only can you walk but you can run and so stop complaining that (laughs) you know you're like sore from your one little run when other people would their dreams are to walk and to run again and so I know that's like a lot to think about but I think about that sometimes and I'm like I'm so grateful for my legs that work and my arms and yes they're sore and tired but it's like exercise is an amazing thing for so many reasons I won't get into that but it's like you know stop complaining and be grateful for what you do have since other people don't even have what you have you know what I mean um and now for the next part of happiness And one of the biggest parts, I think, truly in finding my happiness personally is loving yourself. Uh, Blah, 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 Gretchen. Like, I know you've said it a million times. I don't even know how to say, like, enough of that (laughs) because I've said it so many times. But just loving yourself for who you are deep down, like, not the superficial, like, physical things that you see in the mirror, but loving yourself for what you believe in and your morals and your kindness towards others, and the compassion you have in your heart, and how you care about your friends and your family, and this is really deep, but the type of legacy or mark you want to leave behind, that just reminds me again, when I was working with Arlen on his podcast, he was asking me, he's like, um, you know, like, looking back, what would you like to leave behind, like, what legacy one day, and I'm like, hmm, I've never thought about that before, but what I came up with was I want to be you know known for or yeah known for one day just like a light that was in all my friends and family's life and I've heard sounds kind of conceited but I've actually heard a lot of my friends and family be like you're such a light in our life so that's where I get that term from I want to be that light in people that I know personally their life and even if I don't know you personally, like through YouTube or social media or whatever, I feel like you guys do know me personally though. You really do know me personally, even though I might not know you personally. Um, I want to be that, you know, older sister to you and best friend. And I want to give you advice and help you through the hard times and make you feel good about your good times. And I don't know. I just want to leave behind being such a caring, happy, positive impact in the world. And um, loving my family above all else and just putting that first and having children and, you know, golden retrievers, things like that. And so it's like, what I'm really trying to say, back to loving yourself, 
is you need to be really honest with yourself and open with yourself, like I always say, and just love yourself for who you are. And that helps so much with your happiness because like I've also said before, if you try to place your happiness in somebody else, it doesn't work. Your boyfriend isn't going to make you happy. Your girlfriend isn't going to make you happy. Your parents, your brother, your sister, if only I had this car would make me happy or this bag, they don't make you happy because you get it or you get that, you know, gratification from your boyfriend or girlfriend, which may feel good in the moment, but then you need more and it's not enough and it's not right and it doesn't fill you up. What you need is yourself, okay? And if you haven't heard my podcast in them before, let me just like grab you by the shoulders and shake you right now. What you need is the validation of yourself and you need to love yourself and you need to work on yourself love whatever that means for you if that's working out and being oh wait is this still working yeah (laughs) whether that's working out and being so proud of yourself because you love yourself like I said recently in a self-care vlog I'm like I don't run because I hate my body I run because I love my body and I love to exercise and challenge myself and push myself and, it, and I feel so good after and I have all these endorphins and it's like finding out what that is for you and how to love yourself is very key as well um whether it's you know all the things that you think of like having a night to yourself and having a face mask and like journaling or you know it can look like so many things but figuring out how to you know spend time on your own and love your own company and everything like that is so important oh my goodness you guys I'm sorry Max just came in really quick for a sec but I know I was talking about loving yourself self-love self-care all the things and also I feel like what helped me a lot was loving my flaws I know that sounds weird and I feel like there were things that I used to be so hung up on like I hated the way my thighs looked always or you know the bottom part of your stomach that always has a little bit of squish or chub on it whatever and then it's like I started to love my little squishy tummy or even if my thighs were a little thick thank goodness thick is in by the way can we just say how everyone's like ooh, like you know being like a nice thick girl is like so in it's like thank goodness I, I like people aren't trying to be like way too skinny anymore or whatever. I'm not trying to find anyone right now, but do you know what I'm saying? Anyway, what I'm trying to say is loving the flaws, loving the little things about you, even if they're not your favorite. And it's like, just be proud of who you are in your body. And like, that's me. That's how I am. That's how my mom made me. And, um, sorry, I can't change how tall I am or how, you know, I guess you can change like how physically fit you are, but you know what I mean? Like some things just aren't going to change just how your body's built. And it's like, love yourself. Everyone's different. Everyone's supposed to be different. You know, like everything's good. And then I want to talk about also, um, because I saw a girl was like, can you talk about mental health? And I think all of this is sort of in your head, how happy or positive you are. But I think from when I think of mental health, like being healthy mentally what I think of is just doing things you love and again that's a privilege to be able to do things that you love if you don't have to you know work a job to provide and maybe it's a job that you don't love but that's like what you need to do so doing the things that you do love when you can is a privilege and something that I feel like helps a lot mentally like things like when I said to Max I'm like when you think of um being mentally healthy like what do you think and he was like I just think of doing things I love like I love rollerblading I love playing hockey I love listening to music I love playing video games I love having a beer with my friends you know not during this time when you can't be with your friends or you know facetiming your friends or talking to your friends on the phone just doing the things that you love and making them a priority I know that sounds basic but maybe will help 
with your mental health a lot and it can be things like for example I feel like for periods of time I wouldn't do yoga and then I would be like why am I not doing yoga yoga is something that I love so much and it makes me feel so good and it helps with my mental health a lot and it's like Gretchen prioritize that then why aren't you doing it if it makes you feel so good and fills you up and you know helps you really ground yourself and you know like de-stress and really helps with your mental health like why aren't you doing it just do it do the things that you know help and that make you feel good and make you feel better it's like it's like when you're sore from working out it's like oh I don't want to roll out like I feel like I can get into that like oh I don't really want to roll out and it's like rolling out is going to make you feel so much better so just do it and prioritize feeling good mentally and physically you know and the last thing I really well and I want to talk about mindset but one of the last things I wanted to talk about is when what you love gets taken away because are we like going down the rabbit hole here but I honestly think about one person in specific very near and dear to my heart my twin sister Lucy and if you guys didn't know we were both rowing in college together and I quit and we all know why that happened there's a bunch of videos on my channel if you don't and Lucy didn't quit. She loved rowing more than anything. It was literally her biggest passion. It was like her whole life was rowing and she loved it so much but became so injured like physically injured from it and was medically disqualified. So that was definitely one of the hardest things that Lucy has had to go through and if you guys are athletes that have ever been injured you know a little bit what that's like Um, and if you've been you know, medically disqualified from anything, then I guess you really know what it's like. And that was something that she loved so much. It was her whole life literally being like ripped away from her. And I remember a doctor saying to her, do you want to be able to like carry your children one day, like in your arms? Or is your back going to be so like ripped apart that you're not even going to be able to do that? Like you cannot row anymore. Like your back is falling apart. And so what I say to that is when something you love gets taken away, you have to adapt and change and find new things that you love because you can't keep living in the past when the current right now and looking forward isn't going to be that one love that you've always had um you have no choice but to again keep on keeping on and just adapt and change and find new things that you love so I think a lot of what that looked like for Lucy was I like this is very specific but Lucy loves cooking (laughs) this is like a very specific example Lucy loves cooking so now she cooks so Lucy loves cooking she loves cooking vegan food it like fills her up it makes her well physically fills her up when she's eating food no but you know what I'm saying it makes her feel fulfilled it gives her purpose she loves sharing recipes with me my mom she loves cooking for her friends and family um I think it's something a lot of people love doing they love cooking for the people that they love and it gives them a lot of fulfillment and purpose and I see that in her and she loves finding movement in any way that she can that feels good now she loves you know like trying out new yoga or walks or things like that and another thing Lucy has always loved since the womb since I've known her when I shared the womb with her is animals like she loves animals so much this is so specific but do you know what I mean it's really it really is about the little things and again, doing the things that just make you happy and make you feel purposeful. And so Lucy's always loved animals. So it's like spending time around animals makes her feel great and (laughs) makes her happy. And she loves being with our dog. She loves being with her boyfriend's dog now that she's in Ireland. Um, So it's like finding the new things 
that you love and give you purpose in life and bring you joy is what it's all about. Um, and I think also just being around the people that make you feel good. I haven't really talked about how people, I guess, play into feeling happy and positive and stuff. And I can look back at my 23 years of age and tell you specific people, I won't tell you their names, <laughs> but I could point out specific people looking back, reflecting, being like, ooh, they weren't so good for my happiness or my positivity at all. Some people, I could say, were quite draining. And every time I, I was around them, I felt like, oh, and so negative and like weighed down. And they were always maybe talking badly about other people. And that doesn't make you feel good. That always makes you feel like, oh, they're like talking crap about other people. Or they're just really negative and complaining all the time about everything. And everything is just so awful and they complain. And it's like, ooh, I don't feel good, you know, when you're saying that all the time. Um, and so I think just, again, being really honest with yourself and being with the people that make you feel the best and being purposeful with who you choose to spend your time with and being around the people that make you feel good quite simply and they make you feel needed and loved and included and entertained even you know it's good to have fun supported in the hard times um and I think the people that you spend time with play a lot into how happy you are, how positive you are. And if you're feeling not happy right now, maybe I'm just, this is just a guess. I could be way off, but you could just look around at the people that you're spending the most of your time with and be like, huh, does this person make me feel good? It make me feel happy and make me feel like a better person. My bestest friends, I can tell you guys, the people closest to me, when I spend time with them, they make me feel like a better person. I think that's how you really know you got someone good when they make you feel like you are better or they're bettering you just by being around you and that is like the biggest compliment by the way any of my friends that have said that to me they're like wow anytime I spend time with you like I just feel way better after I just feel like a better person like a couple of my friends have told me that and I'm like oh my god that is literally the sweetest thing ever like what I did not like think people were gonna say that so I think those are the best people to spend your time with and like I said earlier wrapping this up I think at the end of the day it really is your mindset and all of it and how you can look at things and things that I touched on before like feeling grateful for bad things that have happened to you which sounds really backwards but if you're like wow I'm thankful like I said before this happened because x y and z that can help a lot um and also I think those are things that I just always remind myself I'm giving you the the quick tips at the end here like I wake up and I think of reasons why I'm grateful and even when we're stuck inside and I can't see my family and friends and it's rainy and cloudy and miserable outside, I'm like, I'm sad today. But then I'm like, okay, I'm grateful. I'm, it can literally be the littlest things, you guys. I'm so grateful I made that banana bread yesterday. Like, I'm so excited to eat it today. Woo! Or I'm so grateful my rollerblades are coming in the mail and I get to rollerblade. This is just me specific. I just get excited about the little things, but it's like, that's what life's all about. Get excited about the little things. Be happy. Like, and it makes so life so much more enjoyable. Um, Yeah. And just how you see things and knowing that someone's always got it worse than you and feeling privileged and feeling like you, and let me tell you right now, if you don't believe you do, I can assure you, you have everything you need right now. And there are things that you may want um, and don't have, there's always things that I want. But I was even telling Max the other day, I feel like people feel this a lot with cars or maybe this is just, that's probably a privileged thing to say off the, like that, you know, but um, 
we were saying how like he was like oh I wish I kind of got a bigger car or whatever and I'm and sometimes I would complain about Coco my car and then I really think about it and I'm like can I stop can I freaking check myself before I wreck myself over here there are so many things and I always think about this that thing that goes around Instagram and it's like remember when everything you always wanted like now you have it except you don't ever really realize that you just keep wanting and you keep wanting more and I think that's something that has made me be a lot happier is realizing wow all those things that you wanted to accomplish and wanted to like physically have you now have so maybe stop focusing on all the other things that you want right now because it's like you made it like you're there girlfriend and I always wanted Coco and now I can find reasons to complain about her if she breaks down or whatever and then it's like can I stop looking at the next best thing and be like oh this is my next car like I want my next car already no I don't I wanted Coco for so bad and I freaking love her and I need to relax you know so now I'm just going on a little rant here but (laughs) you know it's like be happy for what you do have live positively I didn't even talk about manifestation or law of attraction or anything like that but you should definitely go check out my episodes with Arlen because it is such a thing and I think a lot of the reason why I've had a happy life is because I attract happy things like like attracts like and I'm happy and optimistic and I bring those things to fruition and yeah, that's such a thing. But anyway, I guess this is my whole episode on why I'm so happy, positive all the time. I tried to kind of go over everything. Um, there's probably things I missed. I really don't mean to offend anyone. This is like me being scared here, like curling up into a wall being like, please don't be offended. And if you are offended by my podcast, like I guess just don't listen. But I try to stay very, you know, lighthearted, happy, positive, like this whole episode is about. But yeah, I think that's it for this week, you guys. If you were wondering why I am the way I am, maybe that gave you a little bit of insight. And sometimes it's hard for me when I have these little notes to articulate what I really mean. And I hope you can understand what I'm trying to get at because I listen back sometimes and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I don't know. I feel like I can write something out beautifully because I can critique it and go over it and like perfect it. But when it's just words coming out of my mouth, it's like, I'm not even explaining myself how I mean to be sometimes, you know, but anyway, that's it for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed and I will catch you next time. Bye. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.